Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mara, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Hey, moviegoers. You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky and Colin. And I just realized I'm basically doing the voice that you do during our intro. <laughs> so it's going to be more... You expose me. <laughs> now people know it's me. <laughs> it kind of doesn't sound like you. I know. It's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. But hey, fuckers. How's it going? Swampies. Hey, you swampies. How you doing out there? How you living in swampy land? That's become like an like an adjective around the house. Like if someone's doing something scummy, you know, we're like we're like that's a swampy move right now. Like that's, that's a, <laughs> no, I don't mean the I don't mean our listeners are scummy though. I don't. It's just like it does sound like that's kind of where you're going with it. You yeah. fucking swampies. Swampy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but when it's used on this show, term of endearment. Yeah. Outside in the world. Because you're a piece of shit. <laughs> see someone walking down. I don't want to see. I don't want to meet any of you swampies out in real life. <laughs> you, someone's walking down the street. You swampy. <laughs> actually, it was funny. I said that to Brianna. I was like, we've been. She's like, actually, like in South Florida, like we call like towny people who aren't like kosher swampies. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so it like, is actually a thing. Oh, okay. We're probably huge in Florida then. Yeah, we people. They they speak to me. Yeah. Those are our people. They we are the two it. dudes. We speak to the swampies. The swampy dudeverse is actually just Florida. That's our whole dudeverse. <laughs> the website breaks down which states people are listening and going to our oh, site yeah. from. So I actually looked it up. Who's Man- number one? New York. Yeah, baby. Represent. New York. Ooh, um, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I don't even like New York. Um, <laughs> Jersey was up there. Yeah, that make, these make sense so and then, far. And then a few other ones that like I just had people listening that I off the top of Texas. Wow. Um, Ohio, Pennsylvania. I think Pennsylvania is closer. There was one, one from Alaska. Which I thought was fun. Yep. I I got a lot of fans out in Alaska. That makes sense. Yeah. Two from Shanghai. I, I have one fan in Shanghai that I can speak of. The other one I don't know. One from Italy. Okay, I don't know anybody in Italy. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> oh shit, we've we've expanded. But yeah, I was like looking at it, and then there's one from unknown. <laughs> oh god, that's for real though. It said one view from the unknown. <laughs> from the unknown. <laughs> like, jeez, yikes. Maybe it's from the future. Oh man, so I was listening crazy. back like archives. Oh, it's an alien out in space receiving the transmission, and we're the first thing it hears of human life. And it's like, I don't want to go there. It's filled with swampies. <laughs> Earth sounds horrible. They're did making you, a lot of bad movies right now. <laughs> did you hear what that security guard did at the Regal Theater to Colin? I'm not going to that planet. <laughs> we thought that we could go and just not be bothered, whip yeah. our phones out. <laughs> yeah. Somehow in a movie theater, it's more appropriate to take your dick out than it is your phone. Is it? I, oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. So anyways. 
We're back for another episode, and this episode is sadly the grand finale of our Summer Crap 2019. There we go. I like that the bass was high. That's how you play bass. You lick your thumb before you start smacking the strings. Yep. Yep. We've we've all seen I Love You, Man. Yeah. You know how it goes. This is a movie podcast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the grand finale. Going out with a bang, I might say. A big bang. Theory. <laughs> <sighs> it's funny, though, that you mentioned aliens in space and stuff, because the... I don't know if it's the director or one of the producers for all these Fast and Furious movies said that he's not opposed to taking the franchise to space. Yeah, I believe it. I say go for it. <laughs> Fucking do it. I dare you. Pretty sure one of the more recent ones, they like full-blown drive a car underwater. Yeah. I mean, street, <laughs> they're street racing movies, right? <laughs> yeah. Pink slips, baby. It's how we all learned about pink slips. <laughs> Jeez. You, you're racing for pinks? Nah, bitch. I'm racing for stinks. <laughs> But you know what? Those types of lines and of dialogue, not too far off from how bonkers these movies are. Yeah. So with that being said, we've been playing some games on the show recently, and I brought a game to this episode for us. So we'll we'll get to playing that later, right after right after we go somewhere, Colin. Where are want, we going? I just want to go one place. And I think the best way I can get there is to hop into my souped up Dodge Charger. With the V8 engine, brah. With the NOS hookups. You got NOS, brah. I got NOS, brah. Pound down five, six, seven monster energy Grind in the 22s. Slam my fist through the drywall and put the pedal to the metal, bitch. At the same time. That's right, because we're going all the way to the trailer park. I went, I went heavy metal on that. I want to listen to that so bad. You got to do like a heavy metal trailer park that time. China symbol. Yeah. <laughs> so, Anyways. What are we talking today? We are talking, since we're doing Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, it only makes sense that we talk about the period piece war film 1917. <laughs> now, to be fair, this trailer is playing with Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. And that's the, 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 the most minor link. This is there's basically a, paper thin, but basically explosions in this one. Exactly. Now, uh, Teresa Mahoney, she is uncredited in Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. She's in this movie. Nailed it. That's there exactly why we're doing it. But man, I'm really looking forward to this. Me too. This The first time I saw this trailer was in the theater waiting for Hobbs and Shaw. So I think it may have been for me as well. Nice. I'm trying to think about it. But yeah, I mean- Sam Mendes' name shows up on the screen like 800 times in this trailer. Yeah, it really but does. The first time it showed up, I was like, oh, oh shit. Okay. I'm, yeah. l- I'm listening. Do you have an opinion on Sam Mendes? Because I fucking love Sam Mendes. He's all right. He's made some he's really done, good movies. He's though. done some okay stuff. Okay. Yeah. American Beauty? Yeah, it's fine. Road to Perdition? It's okay. 
Skyfall. That's all right. No, it's not. <laughs> Those are all three. American bangers. Beauty was on my on the top thirty episode. <laughs> yeah, from, it's it amazing. my favorite from that year. <laughs> so yeah, no, I I like his stuff. I was gonna say little known fact: Sam Mendes has never made a rotten movie. Okay, that is good to know. Yeah, I uh, I like totaled up his like Rotten Tomato scores. I don't have it on me. I just did it because I was curious. Because most people, I feel like there's some. Every like director has like that one movie that like brings their score down like really low. Yeah, he's like super consistent. I think his tomato score was like high seventies. All right, that's good. Yeah, that's not bad. The only thing I will say about this: this is the first time he's ever a writer on one of his movies. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. So this is like full vision director and writer mm-hmm. on this, or yeah. is he is he not directing? No, or? he's the director and the writer. He's there's another writer cool. on the movie, but he's he's the the first credited on it. But the other thing that like really got me excited for it. Doctor Strange? No. Oh. Roger Deakins is a cinematographer on it. Oh, okay. I mean, he's the best cinematographer in the business. Blade Runner 2049, Sicario, Skyfall, Prisoners, The Big Lebowski, Shawshank Redemption, No Country for Old Men. Jesus. Yeah. That's, that is a resume. Yeah. He's he's all over the place. And he's worked on three movies with Sam Mendes, Skyfall, Revolutionary Road, and Jarhead. Okay. So. Oh, very cool. And then, yeah, I mean, the cast I like on it, but- those two people, I was like, Sam Mendes, and then I looked in and I was like, and Roger Deakins, oh shit, like, because yeah. I love Roger Deakins. And this is coming out in that good time. This could be uh, begging for some some nominations, yeah, some it's Oscars. Literally, this is like prime time, because it comes out on Christmas. Okay, very yeah. cool. Yeah, we, uh, I think that's kind of why we're going with Hobbs and Shaw as like the grand finale, because it's like the perfect like the epitome of what a summer popcorn movie is. Yeah. And now we're doing a trailer for what's like the epitome of like Oscar bait, bait. <laughs> like coming out it, in the season and everything. You want so. a movie looks super Oscar baity that I keep seeing. Which one? A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Is that what it's called? Oh, the Tom Hanks. It's the Tom Hanks Mr. playing Rogers Mr. Thing. Rogers movie. Yeah. That I uh, said, I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're looking for it. You got Tom Hanks in there. I went and saw once upon a time in Hollywood for a second time over the weekend with Brandon. And I told him, I was like, most of the trailers, like they're pretty Oscar baity. And then when that one played, he looked over me. He's like, yeah, that's, that's Oscar baity. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But yeah, you want to get into this? Let's do it. And then let's watch the trailer. Now I'm curious when this takes place because 1917, you idiot. Well, it looks like it takes place in world <laughs> war one and world war one hadn't happened yet. Are they American? I don't. I'm assuming they're British based on the actors. Also, just saying, I really like like the motion graphics and stuff they did with the text. Yeah. You have a brother in the second battalion. Yes, sir. Is he alive? And with your help, I'd like to keep it that way. But they're walking into a trap. Your orders are to deliver a message calling off tomorrow morning's attack. If you Dude, don't, like that looks so beautiful. Dude, men. all of this so far. Like, I can't even, I don't even want to say a word. And they're not even talking right now. I just want no, to look at That is gnarly. Showing. Yeah, swimming through, like, all the bodies and shit. Dude, this looks crazy. It looks real gritty. Now, this, this scene right here, like, granted, it's not a Red Band trailer, but I'm hoping it's not PG-13. Yeah, because they're not really showing any, like, real blood or crazy violence. Like, you see things, like, blowing up in the background and people falling. 
It will be a massacre. And I love how simple that trailer is because the audio of it, it really is them just kind of one scene, like discussing, like, this is your mission, which is great because now it's like, especially for a trailer, you're sitting here and you're just like, oh, I know exactly what the movie is about. Yeah. Well, maybe not exactly. I'm sure there's some things they're holding back, but for the most part, you know the driving force in the movie. His brother is in another platoon, battalion, whatever, and they're about to go walk into a trap, and he's got to deliver the message, don't do that, otherwise you're all (laughs) dead. So he's racing against time, which is something that we've talked about on this show. Like When movies put like a timer on your main character and you know there is an impending doom, Mm -hmm. the suspense and like because you were watching them and anytime they get held up anytime like they're get slowed down you feel anxious for them because you're like oh no he's got to go somewhere let him him go (laughs) this movie almost looks like it's like the the son if dunkirk and saving private ryan had a baby Mm -hmm. this is what it looks like it would be yeah you're because you're getting the, the like the family vibe with um with Saving, Saving Private, Private Ryan. Ryan. Granted, Saving Private Ryan p- took place during World War II, and I'm pretty sure during yeah. World War II they put like a, a law out where if all of your like family members had died in combat, the last one had to be brought back. Yeah. Or like, and I also think that there's they, something to do with the draft too, where like they separated like family members. Yeah. So, so they could, wouldn't be in the same. Because I think in the in like Waterloo or something, an entire family was killed at the same time, and that's what like made them change that. Got you. But this takes place. I'm pretty sure in world war one uh based on all the imagery and everything which also i think that's really cool because most directors don't shoot world war one because it was basically all fought in trenches so it's yeah. really hard to shoot and i feel like world war Two is such a spicier topic because then you have the epitome of evil villain in the nazis yeah so like it's really easy for filmmakers to have a heavy hitting bad guy because they're the worst bad guys that the real world has ever seen yeah you know Mm -hmm. but it's like a cop out so it's cool that they're you know doing something different here yeah again i'm hoping that it's rated r yeah because as good as dunkirk was my one issue was that it was pg-13 and when people like got shot or like blown up it looked like stormtroopers where they just kind of fly up in the air and yeah, then like they land yeah underground. and i mean saving private ryan is one of the greatest war movies ever made yeah and sure. i think the reason why it's so effective i mean it's a, it would have been a great movie regardless but one of the reasons why it's so effective is because it like it didn't shy away from it didn't it. shy away from the horrors of war and stuff like that and every time there's like a scene where a battle's going on you are on the edge of your seat because right. it is just super intense and disturbing and Damn, I really want to watch that movie again now. It's out on 4K now. I've been very close to buying it a few times. You should. If this is radar, I think this is going to be very good. It might be good regardless. Dunkirk was very, you know, highly, you know, praised and received, but I think this could be like really special if they if they commit to it. Yeah. And yeah, even the trailer has like a fucking stopwatch sound in it. Yeah, that's true. That was another thing that with Dunkirk, the the score. If you listen to it, there's like a ticking sound behind the entire score, just really back in the mix. Yeah. Just to drive everybody insane. Yeah. <laughs> Hype up your anxiety. Mm-hmm. And a good cast on this, too. Yeah, really good cast. Dude, I saw this trailer, and immediately it was just like, oh, I'm fucking seeing that. Yeah. And I'm not, like, huge into war movies, either. I'm just, you know, because some of them come out, and you see the trailers for them, and you're just like, was like garbage. Yeah. And then other ones, you're like, fuck, yeah, that looks awesome. Like, that one, I think it was Chris Hemsworth on Horses, or Camels Strong. Yeah, that movie looked like 
stupid, stupid as shit. It was it was painfully mediocre. Yeah, like I I had no interest in that, but this fucking into it. Yeah, and like I said with the cast, you already mentioned Benedict Cumberbatch, mm-hmm. but Richard Madden's in this, who was in Rocket Man this year. Yep, and uh, I mean he could be up for best supporting actor. He was really good in that movie. Fan of the show, Mark Strong. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Marky S. Con Firth. And yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch. I mean, those right there. That that doesn't. That's not even your lead. Like those are all like supporting actors in this movie, basically. Yeah, very cool. Got stuff to look forward to all the way through to December. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Light at the end of this tunnel. Do you uh? Do you want to get out of this trailer park? Yeah, we can get before, out of here before we get shot or dropped a bomb on us. But one thing we didn't say though. What's that? This is an, This is also during the, like the time when you're allowed to gas in in trenches and stuff like that. Like they outlawed oh, like yeah. that. Like. That's another thing. Like, there might be some of that in this movie. That's not something you typically see in like war movies. Because I feel like a lot of war movies do World War Two. But yeah, yeah. I man, I'm so excited for what Richard Deegan's can do with like the visuals in this. I mean, already it looks incredible. Yeah, very interesting shots. The shot of him running across the field while everyone else is running the other direction. Damn, this could be. Yeah, this could be really good. I don't want to get too hyped up and crazy about it because I don't want to be let down. Down. <laughs> now we can leave the trailer park. All right, let's get the out of here. We can go. Let's get the fuck out of here as fast as we can. Otherwise, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a lot of that going on. So, I got us a little game to play. Are you ready to have some fun? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yes, I'm ready. So now, you haven't seen all the Fast and Furious movies, right? This is the only Fast and Furious movie I have seen. <laughs> all right, I have not seen all of the Fast and Furious movies either. I've seen more than you. Mm-hmm. I've seen the first one. I've seen Too Fast. I've seen Tokyo Drift. And then I've seen part of Fast Five. And let me say, these movies are fucking ridiculous. Like, beyond bananas. And they get more and more ridiculous as time goes on. So I came up with a little game. And I'm calling it Pulling a Fast One. Uh, so, I you've already told me the game. Yeah, this will be fun. Th- this will make me laugh, but at the same time, make me sad. <laughs> yeah. So I am going to try to pull a fast one on Colin. I have here lines of dialogue from various Fast and Furious movies mixed in with some dialogue that I made up, and you have to guess whether or not it is or isn't in a Fast and Furious movie. All right. <laughs> that sounds simple at first. I'm sure it's not. Yeah, when you get into it, it is crazy. Yeah. So, I'm going to start I'm going to start it off small and I'm going to work my way up. Okay. Shut your ass and drive the car. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> In Furious 7, Tej Tej says, "Shut your ass and drive the car." What does shut your ass mean? <laughs> I feel like that's what the fucking security guard should have said at AMC when they saw I bought that movie. Yeah. Shut, Shut your, your ass, ass and watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So you, so you got one. That's good. It's a good start. All right. Told you. We're going to start slow. We're going to build up. We're going to build well, up. Or like, the, like the car's revving up right now. We're hitting like 9,000, 100 billion RPMs. You know it, Taking baby. off a bridge. You know it, baby. Shooting up into the space. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I can't wait for them to go to space. You forget that this isn't about the money. It's about the family. True. False. Ugh. That's one I threw threw in there because they're always talking about family. family. Yeah, I know I know. families all over this franchise. I baited you with that one. 
your Blanta, Black Santa. That sounds like it really shouldn't be in a movie, but I'm going to say it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Fate of the Furious. Your Blanta. 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 Santa. Yeah. Who, who the fuck wrote that? <laughs> All right, I got this line for a movie. Blanta. Blanta. <laughs> and then everyone in the writer's room just like threw their pens down. They went, for Black Santa. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> like, who would have put oh those my together? God. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. All right, so you're two for three. Thing about street fights, the street always wins. True. Yeah, that's in there. (laughs) (laughs) What's even mean? The thing about street Street fights, the street always wins. I hope they meant that literally. (laughs) The street one. The street gets up and just starts. (laughs) Vin Diesel's like, I'm going to punch this street. And someone's like, hey, 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 the thing about street fights is the street always wins. Well, I've heard in the last. Fast and Furious movie before Hobbs and Shaw, Vin Diesel punched a bridge and it took the whole thing down. Of course. So he maybe that it was literal. He was fighting the streets. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I can only assume so. All right. I'm going to kick it up a notch. I'm three for one right now. You're three for four. That's what I meant. Three yeah, and one. Three, three and one. one. Three and one. <clears throat> I got to say this with some, with some cockiness. Some gusto. If this ain't a game, why am I always winning? That sounds like Ludacris said it. <laughs> because it sounds ludicrous. All of these sound ludicrous. I'm going to say true again. False. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's one that I made up. All right. You douche. It probably. <laughs> I thought it sounded cool. All right. This is... I could have. It wasn't ludicrous in these movies? Yeah, he's in. He's he said in a couple that. of them. If he didn't say it in a movie, he said it when he left the set that day. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Saying a game while I'm always winning. <laughs> Good times. All right, so you're uh, three right, two wrong. We got here. Let me let me uh, let me beef them up a little bit. If you want the career changing big fish, you got to be willing to put on your big boy panties and sail out to the deep water. True. Yeah, it's Fast and Furious Six. I just keep saying true because I'm just like these are douchey movies. That's what I mean. Like you don't even need to know the movies to really. Get All, a right. Feel. All right, I'm going to start going a little bit off yeah. the rails. Yeah, let's go off the rails. Let's. This is kind of a, a two-parter, so I'm going to do a couple of two-parters in a row. So All right. I'm going to feed you a line to tell me, and then I'm going to respond to you. So you tell me, we got a job to do. We got a job to do. So let's do it, baby. Let's do it all night. <laughs> False. Yeah, I made that one oh, up. Good. Good. Nice. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice though right yeah it, honestly it probably is in the movie and i just didn't find that quote these are the 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 ad-libs that didn't make the movie pretty much guarantee it i feel like i'm gonna get a job writing the next fast and furious movie just from them listening to yeah, it they, like are you hearing the gold this dude is writing on this <laughs> podcast for us all right now this one you're gonna tell me he's still green he's still green <laughs> eyebrow yeah like fresh baby shit <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that fresh baby shit line. Yeah, that was The Rock. Who said I had that. a feeling, yeah. Our man Hobbs. Okay, okay. Are you ready for these? I think I'm five and two. Uh, Yeah. Or is it five and three now? Is it? Honestly, who cares? I, okay. Sexy legs, baby girl. What time do they open? Oh. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Aggressive. 
Um, I'm gonna say that you did not make that up, and I'm gonna say it's true. That is true. Yeah, that yeah. is true. <laughs> they they get better. All right, we got some we Jeez. got some more spice in here. I like my reaction to that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have like a whole section for one, just the way that men address women in these movies. That's where we're getting into now. Okay. This ride's got four seats, but there's only room for one driver. Buckle up, princess. False. Yeah, I made that one up. Okay. Only because that's tame. I was going to say. Considering other ones. I was going to say, uh, hit me with another one. All right, let me see. All these girls here are four-cylinder. Doubt they can handle my V8. Probably can't even drive stick. Oh. Heavy wank. <laughs> please tell me. I'm going to say true, but please tell me it's false. Yeah, it's false. That's one that I made okay. <laughs> I had fun with that one. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. $11 million? Sounds like a whole lot of vaginal activity. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. in the movie? True. Fast five. Oh. <laughs> Who said that? What Ro- actor lowered their standards? <laughs> Whoever plays Roman Pierce? <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a whole lot of vaginal activity. activity. Nobody talks like, like that. that. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, God. Don't make me go over there and make you team pussy. That's got to be true. That's like The Rock saying that to Statham or some shit. Yeah, it's true. I don't <laughs> yeah. know who's saying it to who. It's a lady. Letty Ortiz. Oh, okay. Fun times there. All right. So you're winning this game. You're doing a good job. I'm doing good. I'm glad that I can decipher who's a douche. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Words ain't even been invented yet. It's the best way to describe the uh, screen, the screenwriting. True. Yep, that's our man Vinny D. <laughs> Words ain't even been invented yet. Groot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the last movie I did, all I had to do was say, I am Groot. <laughs> yeah. Words weren't invented yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only three of them. Oh, my God. When I was working on that movie, at the end, they were like, all right, Vin, we're going to need you to say, we are Groot. And I was like, what the fuck is this now we're changing the script yeah. i gotta say we are instead of i am i've been i am in this whole time i don't know if i can we are you know what? i can't work with someone like you changing shit every day i come to work not knowing what's going, what i'm gonna do <laughs> what is it today i am we are who is i ain't playing this game i'm vin diesel you're stretching me from like two and a half directions i used to be a bouncer and a break dancer i don't need to put up with this shit <laughs> I once babysat children. <laughs> As do all action heroes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they all have a babysitting movie. But yeah, that is how you play Pull on a Fast One. I like that one. Dude, $11 million. Sounds like a whole lot of vaginal activity. That's, Are you fucking kidding me? That's brutal. That is brutal. Still green. Like fresh baby shit. Yeah. Who thinks of this garbage? <laughs> Some of the worst dialogue I've ever seen in my life. There were other ones that were really bad, but they weren't bad in like a sense that they were just completely ridiculous. They were bad because it's all just like, it's like, you think you're walking out of here alive? I think I'm walking out of here rich. Like stuff like that. Like everybody's, nobody has a genuine conversation with each other in any of these movies. No. It's all just tough guy action lines back and forth at each other. Like, <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. You ready for this? I was born ready. I was born ready too. Ten minutes before you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what you're saying. <laughs> Punch it. <Yeah. laughs> oh, it's great. It's so good. They just start burning out. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think I'm pretty burnt out. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, <laughs> somebody passed me a bong filled with fucking Red Bull. That's what. Yeah, that's what you should. Somebody microwave up that taquito for me. But before I go fight crime and save the world for a fourth time, Red Bull <laughs> flies out of the corner of the screen and just crushes it. <laughs> smashes the can on his head. <laughs> bites bites the can open. Yeah. Pours it all over himself. Oh no, my shirt's wet. Better rip it off. No, he puts the can in between his, his arm, like where his elbow is, and just crushes it. <laughs> just drinks it out of his elbow. I have a boner. <laughs> I am juiced oh. up. I am juiced up on this. I can't wait for the next movie. Yeah, well, uh, let's get into Hobbs and Shaw. All right. Sorry, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> no one's going to call it that. First of all, let's just start there. Hobbs no one Shaw. is going to the box house and being, can I have one ticket for Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw? No. You'd be surprised. <laughs> no, nobody's doing that. I bet you these fucking swampies out here are doing it. <laughs> if you've done that, I'm so upset. <laughs> I don't want anybody doing that. That's longer than How to Train Your Dragon 3, The Hidden World. It's like The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship <laughs> of the Ring. I actually think The Hidden World is longer, but still. Yeah, still. It, it's a principle. Yeah. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and yeah, Shaw. Yeah, also, like, why is the why is the franchise presenting the movie? It's still the franchise. Yeah, just call it Hobbs and Shaw. Shaw. Yeah. Easy. Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. Maybe they didn't expect people to understand just their last names as the title, and they wanted to make sure... You couldn't tell by the trailers that it is definitely a Fast and Furious movie because mm-hmm. there's just so much street racing in this. It's a lot of street racing in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been about racing in like five movies, six movies now probably. Yeah. David Leach, though, who we've talked about on the show, he's the director yep. on this. Yep. From the John Wick franchise, Atomic Blonde, Deadpool 2. Yep. Deadpool's been on our mind today. It has. Yeah. It has. Chris Morgan, he's the writer on it. And he's basically written more than 75% of these Fast and Furious movies. So, so he knows. What you're telling me is that Chris Morgan has a cocaine problem? Because <laughs> <laughs> whoever writes these movies. Speed! <laughs> oh, yeah. It probably is. All hopped up on amphetamine. Mm-hmm. Dude, I got to get in that writer's room. I can do it. You definitely could. It's not hard. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It's actually just Dwayne Johnson, but still, you got to call him The Rock. Yeah. You got to call him. Because as much as he, I don't think he's trying to like cover up his wrestling past, but he has obviously just focused on acting and yeah. announced that he like quietly retired from the ring. But it's one thing if you're like, oh, don't call me The Rock on movie posters anymore. But then in the movie, you reference your wrestling career a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> He does. And there's another wrestler in this movie. Oh, you'll have to tell me which one. All right, we'll get there. Jason Statham. He plays Deckard Shaw. Mm-hmm. I used to really like Jason Statham back in the day, too. I have never liked Jason Statham. See, I liked him from Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. The last, I would think the last three movies I've seen of his uh, was Crank 2, The Meg, and now this. <laughs> so I'm not saying he's doing like great work now. I'm just saying... Back in the day, I used to I used to like him. I'll, I'll give him this, and the same thing goes for Dwayne because we're on a first name basis. Yep, <laughs> we go back. Yeah, go way back. Uh, they're both very charismatic. So yeah, if for you sure. like Jason Statham, I don't I don't blame you. I just don't like the movies he's in. Yeah, he makes bad movies. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of bad movies, Idris Elba's in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's so weird. Idris Elba is such a good actor. Yeah. But like and late- he's in a lot of good stuff as much as he's in a lot of pretty shit I stuff. I was going to say, like, lately, like, I feel like now he's just taking, like, crap, like, action movies and stuff like that. I'm sure they're fun, and I'm sure they're a fat fucking check. 
That's got to be it. Because he's a great actor, and I feel like he can pull off, like especially in this movie, he can pull off a lot of ridiculous lines. I'm with, Black with, Superman. I know. I'm surprised <laughs> they didn't call him Blooper Man after hearing about the Blanta line. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. yeah. We're going to go on that. I'm Blooper Man. <laughs> Just in the last you know, few years, though, like, the mountain between us was crap. The dark tower was not very good, <laughs> to, to put it lightly. What was the other? Oh, uh, Pacific Rim he was in. That was a while ago. Thor the Dark World. He's in all the Thor movies. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, he's been he's done really good things, but he's also done a bunch of things where I'm like, why are you here, man? Yeah, you're better than this. Yeah. But he plays, what was his name? Something like, it was Brixton, Brighton. Does it matter? I think that's, that was his name. Cool. Vanessa Kirby is Hattie Shaw. Is that was that Hattie? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, it was hard. It's hard because when a normal person would say her name, I thought I understood it, and then Jason Statham would say it, and I'd be like, "Is her name just H? Hattie? <laughs> Hattie?" And he sounded like half the time he's just going like, "Hi, hi, 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 hi." I thought he was calling her, or maybe he was hi. calling her H, but maybe. like how they say it in Britain, it's like Hitch, Hitch, Hitch. <laughs> I like this I segment it. too. <laughs> I hated it. Did not like. Uh, did not like the. I liked her episode. though. Thought she was really good in this. She's, or, she's a babe. She's good. She's a babe. Apparently, she's a babe. I didn't know this. I heard this at work today. Apparently, she might be Catwoman in something upcoming. I'm not sure what movie that is going to be. Batman is. Are they still making that? I don't know. Okay. But yeah. Apparently, she's in the writing for that. Cliff Curtis plays Jonah. Shoehorn brother. Riza Gonzalez plays Madam M. I'm you didn't see the resemblance? <laughs> it was there. You knew they were family because every one of them had a hat that said Samoa. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie Marson played Professor, I think it's Andreco. Is that how you pronounced it? Sure. Yeah. But yeah, man, I saw the trailers. We did a trailer park episode on it. Yeah. I thought this looked like dumb shit. Yeah. But I actually went to the theater being excited to watch it because I was like, this is going to be so ridiculous that I'm going to have such a good time watching it. Yeah. I don't want to spoil how I feel about the movie, but I didn't have a good time. <laughs> I did not have a good time. Man, I uh, when we did this trailer park, I said, I can't wait to see this movie. Yeah. And I had a pretty good time. Yeah. <laughs> so this is going to be an interesting review as we go. Do you want to just start getting right into it? Actually, I'll get, I'll start off with a pro. Okay. I guess the um the the reason you go for these movies is the action because it's mindless action. Yeah. And I can't speak to all the other movies, but definitely on this one, you can tell that there's someone who has a lot of mastery behind the camera working yeah. on this movie and the experience at action. Yeah. Because I'm watching it and. The one thing I said to myself, I'm like, okay, like this is way better than some of the action I've seen this year. Everything's in focus, and they yeah. and they show everything in the shot, and they're the taking part. like wider shots so you could actually capture things, which is something that was like big in John Wick. Yeah, and too. there's no shaky cam like bullshit. Like yeah, like everything was like we know you're here to see this, so we're gonna let you see it. Yeah, with that, I was I was actually very happy about that. I was yeah. like, okay, nice. You're giving me you're putting some craft behind this. There's some effort. There's some effort. They're putting in work. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I don't know how you felt about the action. No, I know. I noticed that, especially because like I'm watching other action movies and stuff. And like you said, this year, like we had Stuber, and all of the action in that movie was horrible because it was shaky cam, it was close ups, and it was just you couldn't keep up with the what was going on. And now maybe what they are showing you because you can see more of what's happening. And uh, you can definitely take your time watching it because holy fuck slow-mo. 
<laughs> yeah. So much slow-mo. And I don't know why you would want that because they're doing slow motion on things like when Idris Elba, who is the Terminator, essentially. Yeah, he is the Terminator. He just like eats bullets and keeps going and like his eyes can fucking scan his surroundings and like, yeah. So he's the Terminator. Mm-hmm. But when he's like jumping off of things on that awful motorcycle, the Elastigirl motorcycle. I hated that hate it. So Did you hate it too? Because so they're showing I hated you, it. They're showing you slow motion, so it's slowing down, but now you're looking at this crap CGI bicycle and this crap, obviously, CGI person on it who's completely defying laws of physics, not only in the way that the bike moves, which I guess that's the design of the bike, is that it can kind of like disassemble and un, like twist and stuff like that. I texted you that I felt that this movie was only a step up from Transformers Trash. They literally used the Transformers transforming sound effect for that bike. Really? Yeah. I didn't even notice that. And and he literally whistles to his bike like a dog yeah, to and call it come, to him. and it shows up. I was like, are you kidding me? And it just rolls up without a driver, <laughs> standing perfectly straight. It looks so fake. Yeah. It, it looks like a toy. Like, yeah. it's all plasticky. Like, the CGI on it's horrible. I thought the CGI throughout the whole movie was awful. Yeah, there there's some pretty atrocious things. I don't know. At a certain point, especially because you see, like, that bike, like, it's in the first scene of the movie. I just went, oh, yeah, I remember what movie I'm seeing. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't care too much about those little things. You know what scene was so bad with the CGI that I actually laughed out loud in the theater? Which and it's one? not like it wasn't a set piece or anything. It was just, I might even be in the trailer, it's just a bunch of cars rolling up to that nuclear power plant. Oh, yeah. And nothing is real. I was like, I remember PlayStation 1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I do remember the power plant looked very phony. It looked like <laughs> phony. It looked like a like a poster for a new Fallout game. Yeah, like it even had like that same kind of like grain to like the look. It, it looks like they just ran an Instagram filter over it to kind of make it look like grungy. It it was bad. Yeah, I thought it was pretty whack. Throughout the majority of the movie, I kept thinking like, man, this CGI is not good. <laughs> yeah. But I, like again, I don't. Are this is the CGI typically good in these movies? Is it, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. The first two, they were fine. I think it was a lot of practical effects, just cars jumping over stuff and driving. Because it was about driving. It yeah. wasn't about explosions and everything. For, these movies have gone, from my understanding, from actual street racing movies yeah. to spy movies. Yeah, and now this is a superhero movie. Oh, straight up superhero. This movie. is a superhero movie. Yeah, it's actually it's totally insane. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna come back to that in a bit. But yeah, I'm I'm actually glad that because I was like, am I just like shitting on the CGI just because I don't like the movie? But I'm glad that you actually thought this. Oh thing. no, it's bad. It's not good. But at the same time, didn't totally ruin it for me. It ruined it any time like I was watching it unfold. But in the greater scheme of the movie, I was just like, all right, well, there's nothing I can do about it. Mm-hmm. the slow-mo just made it more noticeable and i'm like maybe you shouldn't have used that much slow motion <laughs> yeah maybe cut back on it a lot but you know what did upset me the opening scene shows the rock and jason statham separately being badasses i kind of like that side beside thing that they did yeah but in that the rock is questioning somebody after he like whoops a bunch of ass and he's holding a like a tattoo machine and he holds it like a gun but he's holding the part of the tattoo machine that has to like move and vibrate and has like all the moving pieces. So it wouldn't have been able to tattoo because he's holding it. Instead, you're supposed to hold it like a pen and then it has like this big block that yeah. comes off the top of it. Mm-hmm. But he's holding it like it's a gun and he's like pointing it at him. Yeah. 
And I wonder if Freeze. Yeah, like I wonder if that was like the director being like, no, nah, just hold it like a gun because you know, Fast and Furious movie. Or if The Rock was just like, I don't know how to use I don't know what I'm doing here. Doing <laughs> He's like, I, I I only know how to hold things that look like guns. Maybe if he was holding it the way it was supposed to be held, they couldn't have put it in a way where because they frame it so you can't see him actually tattooing him because maybe that would have crossed over into an R rating or something. Yeah. Because they don't actually ever, like, they show it him tattooing him, but you don't ever actually see the tattoo being tattooed until after the fact. I love cops. And then, yeah, you get that hilarious payoff. Hilarious. I I was watching that, and I just was like, huh. (laughs) And then the movie kept going, and I was like, oh, no, this movie's PG-13. Yep. I thought from the trailer they were yucking it up like that, and then, like, in the movie it would be like a r-rated like action thing and nope they really do like bleep out in this well, movie i like what or, they like, did do because it's a pg-13 you're allowed to drop one f-bomb yeah they had jason statham and the rock say fuck in unison at the same time so they got a pg-13 rating but they got to say fuck twice oh they snuck them edgy <laughs> and that's how you play how did they snuck a fuck <laughs> snuck that fuck in i saw that and i was like oh you clever guys you clever i clever? wish the rest of the writing the... was as clever as that <laughs> yeah right yeah there are some gold lines in here we can get into that in a minute but i did want to say this the rock and save them have great chemistry yeah that's that's a that's a pro they, they play off each other really nicely yeah i mean like what you were saying before like they are both very charismatic mm-hmm. and i mean what is this story? It's really like an odd couple type thing. And of course they're butting heads the whole time. And then they got to come together in the end. Cause the only way we can beat them is to work together, buddy. Yeah. I guess that's the story. I that's... was going to say the actual, the actual story. Oh, this is the worst. This is the worst plot I've seen all year. Oh, yeah. this is the worst plot I've seen all year. <laughs> <laughs> it is such standard. Like this is like some like demolition man level, like eighties action nonsense. It's like there's a deadly virus that could wipe out the entire world, as we found out through Ryan Reynolds. I had no idea he was in these movies. Yeah, I didn't either. I wonder is I don't know if he's in the other Fast and Furious movies. I'm assuming he was. Maybe I hope so. But yeah, I also like how like the FBI is congregating at a diner around regular people in front of about, a child, it, like yeah. talking about like a terrorist <laughs> top secret thing. information. Yeah, I mean, his character was obviously there for just comedic effect, but then again, I think everybody's was supposed to be there for comedic effect. <laughs> Everyone is both the strongest man and the funniest man in the world at all times. Funniest is... Well, that's how it's written. It's supposed okay. to be. All right, I was going to say. I'm telling you, there are so many people driving around in like Volkswagen Jettas, souped-up Honda Civics that are jerking off to this movie hardcore i hate it i hate it hardcore dude <laughs> there's a there's a meetup at the circle k that is going bananas everyone's <laughs> revving their engines Hobbs and Chow! Hobbs and Chow, baby! <laughs> they got two for three dollars on monster energy drinks inside <laughs> make kyle get them <laughs> yeah which one there's six of them i put nos on my leaf blower <laughs> fuck yeah dude they got bang energy drinks in there bro <laughs> Jeez. so yeah no the the comedy of this movie is straight up middle school boys locker room this entire movie i have it written down this entire movie feels like that kid who's not funny who tries to too hard to be funny oh yeah 
Oh, and you're talking about Kevin Hart. Him? <laughs> I, yeah, I guess so. Him. The writing in general, I didn't. I laughed at maybe like one or two jokes throughout the whole movie. I liked Mike Oxmall. That was probably the only thing that actually made me laugh. But then even that in the story, because I'm talking about how shitty the story is, it it has no purpose. Nope. Because it's supposed to be in there, so he because he's like, ah, oh, we're gonna ditch him. We didn't. He was slowing us down anyway. And then he just gets on the plane anyway. And he's like, oh, I'm sitting down next to you. And yeah, I'm he's gonna... like, Cause people like me. Yeah, unlike you, you limey <laughs> fuck. <laughs> this is so stupid. Yeah, it's really just to serve a gag. Yep. But yeah, Kevin Hart makes a surprise cameo in this. Yeah, that that upset me. That happened, and I, I th- maybe audibly, but very quietly. I had my pen in my hand and because I usually sit there with like my notebook open on my lap. <laughs> I have a pen just ready for notes. That happened. I put my pen down and just went, of course. <laughs> of course he is. Great. Now I'm watching a Kevin Hart movie. Maybe. Yeah, I saw him show up. And, and guess what his joke was? I'm small. Because <laughs> that's all it ever is. It's all it is. He's just like, I get a big man. What do you bench? Like 350? He's like, oh, just under 400. He's like, yeah, me too. Same thing. Okay. And it's like, all right, we get it. The joke is that you are a small person. Yeah. Hilarious. It gets funnier every time, honestly. Yeah, I'm not over it yet. I think it's <laughs> great, but I think he needs to be in more movies, especially with men who are bigger than him, aka anyone who's not ten years old. <laughs> yeah, really. How many times has he's been with the Rock so many times though? Oh, they love each other. Yeah. They they gotta be good buddies. Yeah. That's the thing. These movies can guarantee you probably so much fun to work on. They're probably fun to work on. <laughs> Not fun for us to watch. <laughs> Although, I had fun. I'm glad you had fun. I had a great time. I, I was having trouble putting it into words when I was texting you after I left the theater, but this movie literally commits almost every movie sin that could happen in an action movie. Would it have been so much for me to just have a plot that made sense from point A to point B? Yeah, it's too much. You need to <laughs> relax. Too- My favorite part of the whole movie was, there's a virus in your sister and she's going to die. I've got just the man who could get it out. Yeah, a mechanic. A mechanic. He makes bangers. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> I wrote that down. It says mechanics do not equal advanced scientific engineering. <laughs> like <laughs> it's not he the like, same thing. He like takes like a fucking car muffler and like straps it on her arm. And he's like, there you go. Get it's like, that it's working. <laughs> somehow, somehow this guy who hooks up lowriders <laughs> is now able to fucking redesign a piece of technology that was constructed to somehow extract a rare disease that can melt your insides can after you, 72 hours. Can you read my note out loud? For the mechanic part. I know a mechanic. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. And then, of course, the, the you know what? I'm just going to stop for a second. This movie made no sense at all. Oh, and yeah. and, and, the, and the, the plot had no um, like cohesiveness at all. So I shouldn't have been surprised. But the third act of this movie is so pasted together. It's just the action set piece ends, which felt like it could have been the finale to a movie. And then the set piece ends and he's like, family, (laughs) I've got to go to Samoa. Yeah. And then they go to Samoa and then you get the money shot, which is the rock walking out with a Hawaiian battle axe covered in baby oil. Oh, he was so oiled up. (laughs) So much oil thrown back to the wrestling days i legit almost walked out of the theater i, I almost came in the theater <laughs> it's like oh look at those pecs being completely honest though this is the quickest this year where i've wanted to leave a movie really i checked out within the first half hour 
oh by the first half hour i was in i was like <laughs> i am with this my audience was loving it oh and i went to an early showing now we talk about it all the time you usually have the more fun audience when you go because you go at night mm-hmm. i go like first showing in the morning so it's usually pretty dead but i went on a saturday and it was almost a filled theater it was the like opening weekend People were loving it, thinking it's like the funniest fucking movie since Holmes and Watson, I guess. (laughs) I thought Holmes and Watson was funny, but this takes the cake. (laughs) Yeah, it really did. Takes the cake and drives a fucking car through it (laughs) and drives a truck with a car on it that a motorcycle crashes into and then has a building dropped on it, but can still drive 500 more feet. That is an actual set piece in this movie. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yikes. <laughs> oh, dude. Dude. Yeah, but when he gets to Samoa, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we all know that it's his family and they're in Samoa because literally everybody is either wearing a snapback that says Samoa on it and only Samoa, or they're wearing a t-shirt that says Samoa on it, <laughs> as so we dumb. all do. They show in the douchey Fast and Furious typeface on the screen. It's like, and then it flies away. So <laughs> yeah. I really didn't need them all wearing shirts that said it. I saw it on the giant text. Yeah, that took we up the get whole screen. it. But one of his, one of his like cousins or brothers or whatever is wrestler Roman Reigns. Oh, really? Yeah. He has no lines in this movie. And I was like, that's the smartest thing they did. Because he's horrible on the microphone. He's on mic. and, yeah, yeah. In, in WWE world. So I was, I was pleased that he didn't get to talk. He just sat there and like smiled. And at one point, The Rock throws a guy in the air and Roman Reigns spears him, which is his finisher. And then he pops up and he does his little wolf howl thing that he does in WWE where he like throws his head back and he's like, <laughs> and as he's doing that, The Rock is also like, ah, like, because that's what men do, men do. is we go, I'm going to punch you, punch things, <laughs> smash them up. Dude, uh, <laughs> this movie was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to know what I think the biggest issue is with the movie? Um, is it the way that The Rock can hold a helicopter by a chain? That is kind of touching on it. Oh, is it the way that somehow six souped up like fucking hot rods can all be chained together and we watch them get chained together and by some of them wrapping a chain around and then a hook digging into it, but at one motion, all of them can simultaneously break free from each other and scatter without running into each other, even though they were in a straight line. I told you that this movie was literally one step up from a Transformer movie. <laughs> like, there are no physics in no. this. Like, it's just, this- they're, they're all like, guess it's my turn to punch it. And they're all like, give it the juice. Yeah. <laughs> Let it rip. <laughs> like a Beyblade. <laughs> the thing that I think is the worst part of this movie talking about like not even joking around just on a strictly film level the thing that sucks the hardest about this and i guess it's i will not like the rest of the movies if they're like this them being superheroes (laughs) is the dumbest (laughs) shit i've ever seen and it is the reason being nobody gets hurt in these movies nope there is no tension there is no stakes you know everybody will be fine Nobody major is going to die. If anyone dies, it's going to be some minor bullshit character. They're just superheroes. They're they're unstoppable. Yeah. These movies are less realistic than the Avengers movies. So I have a bit of behind the scenes info for you that it sounds like you might not be aware of, but it actually is the answer to all of these. What is it? Jason Statham, The Rock, 
and Vin Diesel all have in their contracts, they cannot lose a fight. <laughs> it is written into their contracts that they cannot lose in a Fast and Furious movie. So in the event that The Rock and Vin Diesel are fighting each other, neither one of them is allowed to lose. So then a third party has to like come in and eat the loss because they'll have to team up or something. Or something happens, like an explosion, and then they're both scattered, and then one of them gets away. So that way there is no real winner or loser because the writing team is in a corner where they can't have any of their main characters lose in a fight because they are egomaniacal alpha males. That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. I, that makes me hate this even more. It's so funny, and it's so fucking apparent in, in the movies. Like, you can tell. Anyone who had, if you had any pride in what you're doing and being like, I want to make a good movie, you would not put that in there. But you know what it is? <laughs> this actually links back to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, because in that, Al Pacino's telling uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, Rick Dalton, he's like, yeah, like you're playing the bad guy in all these now, but what happens is the public sees you, and all they see is this new actor whooping your ass. Now your stock starts going down, and it keeps going down, and then it plummets until you're a nobody, because you just spent the last, you know, however many years of your career losing in everything we've seen you in. So it almost makes it in that movie sound like a ridiculous thing, but clearly it's real because now action stars are writing it into their contracts that they're not allowed to lose. It's that same fucking mentality that they almost are joking about in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's a real fucking thing in 2019. It's so dumb. But isn't that crazy? What, I thought about that what, after this. What is, I was what like, is oh more my damning, God. losing a fight in a good movie or being in a shit movie? <laughs> I think it's making money. In a movie. that That's what's number one for them. I guess it's so. making that money. And See, you know Fast and Furious movies make money. I Oh, they do. But that just, like, that makes, that makes me respect what Dave Bautista said, like, whatever it was, a month ago. Like, they asked him about a Fast and Furious movie, and he was like, no, I want to be in good movies. And after, yeah. after seeing this, I'm And like, then he was in Stuber. He was in Stuber. And Escape Plan 2, which was, like, straight to DVD. Oh, yeah? Like, yeah, Sylvester Stallone. It's a sequel to that Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where they're trapped in a prison. Oh, okay. I didn't I didn't know about that. Really but it's cool. still, like... It's really cool. I feel like I could say the same thing about this movie, though. <laughs> it's really cool. It's so cool. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that, like, love these movies, and they're like, oh, you just don't get it. Like, that's oh, no, the we, get the... It. <laughs> we get I, it. We get it. I think I... Understand that the movie is supposed to, like they don't give a shit about what the plot is. They just want to give you action lines the whole time, and oh. they want to give you ridiculous action set pieces. They don't give a shit about a lot of things in this movie, especially they don't give a shit about like real world mechanics. No, not not like the people... rock falls from a skyscraper going 100 miles an hour, plummeting, and he just gets up. Or they all crash after their. The helicopter in their car like gets brought down into this fucking ravine that showed up out of nowhere by a waterfall because it looks cool. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, dude, that was horrible. In this amount of time, all right. So I'm gonna have to re wheel it back even before that. Before the battle starts, they finally get the thing running, so they're gonna cure uh, Jason Statham's sister. Right? They show up and they shut down their guns. They shut down the bad guys' guns, and then they have a good old fashioned. Samoan warrior battle with yeah. these clubs and stuff. When that is starting, because when the cars drive up, it's like a signal for them to know that the bad guys were there. Like fireworks start going off. It is nighttime. It is like the middle of the night. This, oh my God, I know what you're going to say. 
five minutes later, it's noon. The sun is up and you can, it's just bright as day. Well, that, se- that sequence starts off and they start the timer on her. And it's a 30 minute timer. Yeah. And it's light out. Yeah. It cuts to 21 minutes later, or 21 minutes left. So nine minutes later, it's dark out. Yeah. By the end of the sequence, it's light out. Yeah. But <laughs> even even then, by the end of her half hour, it's dark again. <laughs> so So it starts half hour on the clock. Nine minutes later, it's like noon. And the the sun's up, everything's bright as day. They get into the car thing with the the helicopter. The helicopter crashes, and the car their one car crashes, the one with Hobbs and Shaw in it. Mm-hmm. The girls in the helicopter with Idris Elba and some other guy. When that crashes, now all of a sudden it's like nighttime, and it's thunderstorms, and it's raining like it has not been any other time mm-hmm. during the day. There were no clouds in the sky when they were battling. Nope. It, it wasn't overcast. It was. It looked like a great day out. So it went from nighttime to bright as day to one of the worst rainstorms ever and back to nighttime in what in the movie's terms are based on her timer on her back was 30 minutes. Yep. yep. So apparently in Samoa, they have 30 minute days. <laughs> <laughs> one day is half an hour. And then at the end of that battle, they go up and they like watch the sunset. Yeah. Like the sun's out again. Now that the battle's done, the sun comes out and then they watch the sun go back down and now it's night again. Yep. This one day had two days and like three nights. What is happening? <laughs> what? Where are we? We are in a world where people don't give a shit. I guess so. They just want to make money. Yeah. And they were just like, this scene would look cooler at night and then during the day and then back at night and then it'll be like dusk. Yeah. And then it'll be night again because action, bitch. Yep. Because Fast and Furious print these checks. I think another thing just about the action set pieces, I talked about how I like the camera work and all that, but the choreography on these is really bad. Yeah, some of it's some of it's pretty weak. Although I will say the final blow to Idris Elba, uh, The Rock gives him a really sweet German suplex onto a rock mm-hmm. because he's The Rock. Yeah. I wonder if that is symbolism in there. There are a lot of references to his wrestling career because he does that. And then there's like the thing where he's on the phone with his daughter and she's like, oh, you do that thing with your eyebrow. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't do anything with my eyebrow because he does the people's eyebrow. And then at the end, he does the people's eyebrow for mm-hmm. her. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so are you trying to separate yourself from, quote, The Rock, Dwayne? Or are <laughs> you are you going to own it and just be The Rock? rock. Because then earlier, too, he tells Shaw... I'm, I'm going to take this chair, turn that son of a bitch sideways and stick it straight down your throat. When in wrestling, he would say, turn the son of a bitch sideways and stick it straight up your candy, candy ass. ass. Yeah. So he's literally just taking old lines from wrestling and they're just reusing them in here. And Jason Statham has a line when he's walking through his car collection and he's just like, oh, look, that's one's perfect your size. He's like, oh, I got that from doing a job in Italy. And it's supposed to be an Italian job reference because it's a mm-hmm. mini Cooper. Yeah. I actually smiled at that. Does that make me lame? I don't care. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about the Italian job. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Hey, we're going to steal the safe. I got these mini Coopers for us. We're going to take all this oh, money. Basic. Coopers. Yeah. Got all, these, got all these fucking mini Coopers for us. We're going to take some money. We're going to drive around. We're going to go back to Italy. I'm going to I'm gonna sleep with Charlize Theron. And most deaf is my best friend. He's, he's part deaf. <laughs> most deaf. He's mostly deaf. <laughs> mostly deaf. <laughs> The thing I say about the choreography, though, like, I'm going to use John Wick as a reference in this because a guy who worked on John Wick worked on this. So and he should know better. He should know better. And John Wick, when a group of people go and fight him, they all try and attack him at the same time. 
Yeah. And then usually he throws one in some direction and then he's able to like take out two at the same time. There's some sort of like practicality to this the way is he has literally, to fight them. This is literally one guy runs up, the rest of them stand there and wait till him he loses the fight. Then the next one runs up. It's just yeah. a conveyor belt of okay, it's now now it's my turn. And he just goes. Now I can get in there. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It's real dumb. <laughs> it's real dumb. Man, I really don't want you to taint my grade. Am I? I don't think I am. No, you're bringing to light some things that I should have considered, but no, I'm not gonna budge on my grade. Yeah, I don't. What else? you got? Anything else? Not really, man. I I will say, as much as I was kind of like almost laughing at my audience to how they were responding to s- some of the dumbest film I've seen all year, I also was having a really good time. I should say it was like the first thing I did all morning, and it was like a burst of energy. I was just like. All right. What's up, <laughs> adrenaline? I feel my testosterone a flowing. I went and saw it at eight thirty at night. Yeah. So you, were you like drained when you went in, or you were amped up? Or how no, I was excited. I was looking forward to seeing the movie all day. Actually, big crowd. Where you? Uh, yeah. It was. It was almost sold out. Oh, nice. How was your audience loving it? Uh, they weren't really. I, I mean, I I could be wrong. I didn't go up there. Went up to the movie and be like, "How much does that suck?" Uh, but... Dude, you're not like that guy sitting outside of Midsummer. <laughs> no. Did you like the fucking movie? <laughs> the only time I actually heard laughs were I heard like a few like here and there that were like more chuckles. The only time I actually heard like laughter was during the post credit scene. Oh yeah. And I did stick around for that. Wait, was there a post post credit like all the way at the end? I think there was three. I left after the first one because I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I didn't stay all the way to the end. Like the Ryan Reynolds stuff people were laughing at consistently. Yeah, that's what which I like Ryan Reynolds, but this was like sixth grader humor, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. There's one part in the movie where he goes, he's like, and I was like, oh, he does that. And like, this, that's in Deadpool. I hear that exact scene. Like, I can picture the scene from Deadpool in my head when he goes, go, 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 go. That's the part where he did. Yeah. I like Ryan. So, what was the last post credit? I didn't stay for it. Oh, okay. Me neither. I watched the first one, but from what I heard was that the last one was like on the same level of like the Ant Man and the Wasp one, where it's just like a. And put, like it's something that just doesn't yeah, just mean anything. Nonsensical. It's just, it's just a. I waited joke. that whole time for this piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's just an extra joke. Yeah. Got it. Didn't need it. No, I didn't had a it. had enough of the time. There was, <laughs> there was one reaction I did really like when the Rock is like that money shot of him like holding the helicopter and he's so strong. Look at his muscles. Mm-hmm. There was a lady in my theater. She was a couple seats away from me in my row. I just heard her go, "Oh wow." <laughs> And I'm like, that was in the trailer. Yeah. So did you not watch the trailer? You just wandered into this movie not knowing anything? Because <laughs> if you saw the trailer, you wouldn't have been surprised by that because they literally show you that. But nope, he's holding that helicopter. She's oh, wow. I was like, oh. I could snap into that Slim Jim. Sounds like she smells <laughs> what The Rock is cooking. <laughs> he has big muscles. Oh, so big. Actually, it's funny, though. Fast like- and Furious presents Big muscles and little muscles. Maybe, maybe it was it was just the people in the theater. Maybe they were more into it. I don't know. I heard more ooing and eyeing over Brad Pitt's body and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood than I did for The Rock. Well, that's impressive because he's older. Yeah, and it's like, oh wow, you still uh, you can still do that. I mean, also The Rock is the most jacked human like ever. And it's crazy. He probably hasn't think. touched his shoulders in like eighteen years. He's <laughs> he is bigger now as a movie star in terms of like physique. He is bigger and more muscly now than he was a wrestler and i feel like that's backwards (laughs) like when he was wrestling like in his prime and stuff he was maybe half the size he is now now he's just a monster yeah 
But I think it's because they need him to be a monster to make a million references to it in this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, and probably every movie, like every well, movie. Yeah, Jumanji is like his character is just like a giant like sexy man joke. Central Intelligence, he he's giant compared to uh, Kevin Hart. I don't know if you saw. Oh, that's it why not. they're always they're always together yeah. and stuff. If you like this movie, I guess cool. Yeah, I guess because I get that people just want to like shut their brain off and just watch an action movie. I know plenty of people that love action movies. I've said it before on this podcast. Action movies don't really do it for me unless they're like something special. Yeah, something really and this, cool. Something really. This good. felt so mindless. Yeah, that I was like, I almost felt like it was effortless in some ways, because this is like the worst dialogue I've seen all year. Oh yeah, it's really bad. This is the worst story I've seen all year. <laughs> it's really bad. This is some of the worst CGI I've seen all year. Yeah, I think the only thing that I can really praise it is that the director has like like a good eye for camera work and action set pieces because the action set pieces are fun. They're yeah. they're ridiculous. Oh, it's and there's it's no totally the, insane. It, Everything about this movie is insane. It is insane. And what I said earlier, like the reason that I don't like them as much is because there's no tension to them. There's no stakes because you know everyone's gonna be fine because they're superheroes and it's written into their contract. Yeah, <laughs> so, so you know, you know the outcome. So like for me, like I, I was like, this is all like uniquely imaginative. If I get like I don't know Question how to play. mark. Yeah, like probably not because I feel like a lot of the stuff is just copy and paste from other Fast and Furious movies. It's just like, all right, we need a bunch of scenes. There's got to be at least two, three car chases. There's got to be a lot of things blowing up, and they need to go up against a uh, a superhero villain because apparently these guys are invincible now. Yeah. Well, in this one, they're basically going up against the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, I guess. A, uh, an evil corporation who has their own mercenaries and eco-terrorists but does not hide anywhere and is a publicly traded company that can control the media for some reason. Mm-hmm. And they're making cyborgs. Yeah, but they don't, what else do they make? Like, they're not discussed, like, if it was, like, an Amazon-type company, but they had, like, this shady, like, shadow business that they were running. It's like, no, this business is basically just designed for, like, world domination, and they're just out in the open in, like, this massive, like, three-mile complex that is not hiding at all, and everyone's just okay with it because they can control the news. Yeah. Checks out. <laughs> checks out all right we did our we did our work yeah that sounds, well, that sounds good so i want to know something from you okay i want to know how people are feeling about this movie and i want to know how the movie critic people are feeling about this movie what's the tomato 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 on this movie and man let me tell you this almost made me want to stop watching movies <laughs> i can't wait the critics have this coming in at a 66 percent Wow, it's not even rotten. No, it's not rotten. Okay. It's just getting by, but yeah, it's not rotten. All right. That I'm fine with. Fine with that. Oh, I'm ready for ready for this audience score. I bet you it's high. 90. <laughs> Whoa. 90 people so love dumb. it. So dumb. People love it. And that's I that PG thir- that's why it's PG-13 because they know the R rating is going to get adults and adults are going to see through the bullshit. If I watched this movie when I was in middle school, I would have been 100% into it. I would have given it a 90. Yeah, I guess so. This It's so stupid. It's really stupid. It's so dumb. It made me so mad. I'm like, oh my God. So I'm going to go tomato. I'm assuming. I'm going tomato as well. What's your letter grade? Okay. Oh, I want to know. I'm going D plus. D plus. 
That's you, think I was gonna do a, you think I was going to do an F? I thought you were going for an F. Yeah. The only reason I'm not giving it an F is because the acting was passable. It was good. Yeah. The Rock is charismatic, and the action I could actually see. The only other okay. movie I've given an F this year was Godzilla. The acting was dog shit. Right. And I couldn't even enjoy the spectacle. Okay. So I see you. You know, I had to give some props there. I thought about it, and I was like, I really want to give this an F because I hate this movie. Yeah. But there's a few things that are better than, I guess, some trash I've seen this year. So Yeah, that's going to weigh very heavily into how I felt about this movie because I feel like there are movies more recently that were definitely better or even movies that were earlier in the year that were better that I might have ranked lower even though now looking at it, I'm like, those movies were probably better than this. But something about seeing it when I saw it, and I think I was just in the right mindset, I had a really good time watching this movie. And I know that's not a good critique of how the movie is. I can see the movie is dog shit, but I kind of enjoyed that. It was, it's like it's like a guilty pleasure. Like It's such trash that you almost feel like fucking Housewives of L.A. shows, like, you know, like those train wreck reality tv shows where you're just like obviously this is trash but i can't stop watching it mm-hmm. i gave this movie a c thank god i <laughs> thought you were gonna say like a b plus and i was gonna oh get, no i was gonna get <laughs> no. angry no no it's not that good because some of it did take away from me like mo- mostly it was the cgi that took away from me but even the bad dialogue i was just sitting there not laughing at what they're saying but just kind of going <laughs> of course this of is course. this is by far the douchiest movie I've seen this year. Yes, one hundred percent. Big D for douche. It's, oh my god, it's so stupid. It really is, but I kind of enjoyed. And that. I've said I've said a lot. Like I like douchey characters. Yeah, but this was this like different. Yeah, it's different. Like there's douchey making fun of douchey people. Like there's yeah. the humor that's being like satirical. Like your Adam Divine the, type. The, this humor. is douchey thinking it's awesome. Oh, like this movie thinks sure. it's so cool, and I guarantee you, a lot of people do. And like people with like lifted trucks, like <laughs> love this. Anybody who's got a gun rack in the back of their truck loves this, love movie. this movie, dude. This movie is for the people. <laughs> I knew movie critics would not like. I'm surprised they didn't fail it because honestly, there is a lot of bad in this movie. The writing is garbage. I'm the CGI is wasn't, horrible. Yeah. The plot is not. It's yeah. just not. It's not a plot. It's weak. It's super weak. It's it's recycled 80s generic action you, movie garbage. This is literally the plot done 10 times worse than Mission Impossible 2. I think it's 2. Yeah, yeah. That's the one yeah. with Zoe Saldana, right? Mm-hmm. And she and it's like same thing like she has like some sort of like a bio. Virus plot. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Fucking dumb, dude. <laughs> it's <laughs> so really dumb. dumb. But like you said, it's kind of like mindless shut your brain off entertainment. And yeah, it's it's hard to knock The Rock. The Rock is a charming motherfucker. Oh yeah, he is. And I I like The Rock. Like that's I said I don't really like Jason Statham. I actually really like The Rock. Yeah, he's also in a lot of garbage movies. He is. But, you know you know what also is like I don't really know enough about Jason Statham outside of movies, but The Rock outside of movies just seems like such an awesome guy. He seems like a chill dude. Yeah, and I loved him in Fighting with My Family. Mm-hmm. He also wasn't really a focal point of the movie. He, but maybe that's how he needs to be used more. Have you heard things about he's in talks with Kevin Feige and they're trying to figure out a way to bring him into the MCU? I didn't, but that's pretty cool. Could you imagine him fitting in there, though? Oh, he plays Modoc. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they, just, they just totally don't use his physique at all. Just for the use movie. his face and let him do the eyebrow. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That would be hilarious. 
or like Mojo from like the X Men universe, the big fat guy in the crab legs. If, if anyone was gonna be Modok, now that I'm thinking of it with the skinny legs, skinny arms, would be Kevin Hart. Oh yeah, I just have Kevin Hart be Modok, and then oh I get it. Why I gotta have a big head? Why do I gotta be tiny? God no, please please no, no <laughs> Kevin Hart in the MCU. But The Rock, I feel like he'd be a hard one to wedge in there because everybody else like is pretty grounded. In terms of like their physique, like even Thor, it's like he's cut, but he's not like a super like jacked up monster, you know? Well, now he's fat. Well, yeah, now he's fat. (laughs) But like, I feel like The Rock is, they're going to have to like CGI him down, Down. like shrink him down because they're going to be like, look. The Steve Rogers treatment from the first Avenger. (laughs) Yeah, basically, because they're going to be like, look, we can't have you stand next to Hulk. Like our CGI Hulk is almost the same size as the real life Rock. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like they're going to have to do something. I don't know what kind of character he can play. Talk about the money. This movie costs 200 million to make. Yeah. It's made 180. Wow. And we are less Less than than a week. week. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll make its money back in the first week and then go on to... Make a billion dollars. Probably. I also don't know. I'm assuming it is, but I don't know it is because I saw something that was like, India loves Hobbs and Shaw. Um, <laughs> but like uh, like China like eats these movies up. Like China, uh, yeah. yeah, China loves Fast and Furious movies. Because they're awesome. <laughs> yeah, I am going to fuck your sister and your mother. I didn't even say that. I hated that the, the girl needed like a love and like they like shoehorn that in. Oh, I mean, you heard the other lines from different Fast and Furious movies. At least this one didn't totally fucking use her as an object. Although it kind of did. She's just a virus in this. Like she doesn't really like they try to show you she's a badass in the first scene and then the rest of the movie it's like, let me be saved by these big strong men. Yeah, I mean, The Rock literally picks her up and holds her with like one, one arm hand. yeah after he was already in a position of like an arm bar so he's his arm is already wrapped up mm-hmm. and then he just like goes to a full standing position holding her up with one arm like yeah he's a monster <laughs> good thing he has those superpowers yeah it's a good thing those men came along to save that poor defenseless soldier woman <laughs> it's fucking so stupid. stupid like that why spend the time showing us that she's like Strong and capable if only you're going to immediately rob her of any sort of strength in the movie. Because the rest of it, she's like emotional and I guess because everyone else in the movie can't lose their fights. That's why she loses all of hers. Damn those contracts. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Every time uh, Captain Marvel comes out, something that kind of pushes forward strong female leads. A Fast and Furious movie comes and rips it all away <laughs> and takes a takes a gorgeous woman who is talented and gives her six lines of dialogue, puts her in a white tank top, and let it rain. That's why I said this was literally one step above Transformers trash. Oh, this is, <laughs> yeah, this is the trashiest movie I've seen all year. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. And again, yeah, there's something t- dirty about watching it that made me feel like it's kind of cool. <laughs> It wasn't cool. There's nothing cool about this. I'm like, I'm going to leave here and disrespect women. No. This, the (laughs) dialogue, it's it's not on the same level, but there was parts where I was like, these are douche action lines on the same level as Avatar. Oh, yeah. I just mentioned that because we brought up Avatar. Even more. Like, this is way worse. No, no, this is is way worse. But, like, we we brought up Avatar. This is like cartoon level. Nobody talks like this. Nobody. This yeah. is not any way. And nobody should talk like this. Don't watch this movie and be like, this is the kind of person I'm going to be for the rest of my life. These are perfect examples of the worst humans imaginable. That's another thing. I didn't even say that. But like I said, The Rock and them, like they're charismatic. But like I, don't, I didn't like them. Like they're not people I would ever want to meet in my life. But you know what? Maybe. Oh, yeah, definitely not. 
but maybe there's more that we could learn from watching the earlier movies that would have added to the enjoyment of this. I'm sure there were references and stuff that I just totally missed. Oh, yeah. Not seen the other ones. I think we should watch all of the Mm-mm. Fast and Furious movies. No. I think we should. No. And then we should come back because you know another one's going to be coming out next year. They haven't announced anything, but I guarantee you there's going to be another one. They haven't. So so next year when we do that episode, we're going to do, I'm, put, I'm saying it now on the podcast, we are going to watch every Fast and Furious movie in a row in one day, and then we are going to rank them all on that episode. No. Yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> I can't do it. We're doing it. I'm going to buy you the box set for Christmas in 4K. <laughs> then you'll have to watch it. That's really bad. <laughs> That's really, really bad. Yeah, I'm not buying you nine movies that's, in that's 4K. A, that's that's a expensive. Of the Furious that I would not wish on anyone. Ooh, but if you did it, I would give you a fast five. <laughs> what is a fast five? Just a really quick high five. Or quick hand job. <laughs> give you a fast, a fast five. five. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's not do that. But what we should do is remind the people that we got a new website. We do have a new website. It's looking gorgeous. Two dudes movie reviews dot com, baby. Mm-hmm. I love the clean just, just two dudes movie reviews dot com. Oh, perfect. So nice. That way we don't have to remember all of our different fucking handles on all different social medias because for some reason everyone has different rules. You can't start your name with a number. Your name is too long, blah, blah, blah. So we're all over the place. Now you can go to one place, find our Instagram, find our Facebook. You can find us on Spotify, Apple's podcast, all, all that shit. Tweeter. Tweeter. And while you're at Apple podcasts, we're still doing our little giveaway. Mm-hmm. We've actually gotten some more. We are only about 10 or 11 reviews away from ending it. Once we hit 55 star reviews, Y'all going to be submitted to win some free shit. Yep. We also just got a new shirt up in our store to the day we're recording this, but it's it's us as cartoonies. Yeah. It's it's actually I, I like it a lot. Yeah, came out cool. So, you can get you can get that stuff, but if you just want to win it, leave us the five-star written review, I should say. Yeah. Cuz if you write a review, you throw on like a little screen name, I guess that you use for the review, and then on the podcast we can call out from the, that list of names, and then uh, you guys reach out to us. We get you the right sizes and everything, and ship you a bunch of free shit. Yep, we got one yesterday. I was very happy, although it wasn't written review, so I guess it doesn't matter. But yeah, I mean, yeah, every review is super nice. We appreciate it. Yeah, and it's it is super cool when we just pop up another five star review. Mm-hmm. But how much cooler is it for you to just say a couple things? Doesn't even need to be a long dissertation. Just a just a quick line. That way you'll get entered into the contest and have the chance to win some some cool shit, man. Mm-hmm. And we got more than just t-shirts now. Like we got like mugs up there, stickers, magnets. I want. I gotta. Crazy. I gotta take a look at the mugs you were telling me about. There's it. a water bottle, like the recyclable water bottle things. You just reuse them. Fucking uh, cool stuff on there. So check that out. We got our written reviews. Every episode you need is there. And until then. Aren't you swampies? Like in, suck on it. You know how. You know how to do. <laughs> <laughs>